one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to Rule the Roost podcast. Tottenham Hotspur apparently played a game of football this weekend, but be fucked if I remember much about it. Do you, Mark Nesbitt, welcome, first time appearance on Rule the Roost, mate, how you doing? I know, yeah, thanks for having me on, first of many hopefully. Um, I wasn't sure if I'd just I'm mugged good, you off you. then, but I'd spoken to you on Fire uh, Cock before, hadn't I? Because I was like, oh yeah. fuck, I've already had him on here, oh shit. No, 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 we've just, we've just, we've, we've, our paths have crossed young jack and um but never in never under your roof uh so this is a first so i have to i have to respect that and 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 try to uh show you your your show you some gratitude to start with and, and then i'm sure we'll get into it later but you know it's, it's fine i did no, i have to be here and um yeah what a shit show i did make mark sign a kind of waiver before he came on here just saying you know i won't my ego is fragile. I won't take any <laughs> insults like you give me on Twitter, that type of thing, you know. So, thanks, so, mate. Thanks. So, you know, I just thought I'd give everyone a, a a peek behind the curtain. I say that too much. Do you find this? Do you, do you you've done quite a few. You've done a season's worth of podcasting now, right? Just for anybody that isn't aware, if you if you don't listen to the Fighting Cock podcast, Mark is often on the main pod, but you've you've carved out quite a niche for yourself now with Flav doing the preview pods. Very much enjoy them, mate. Mm. Um, Thank you. I, I mean, I know you were doing your, as you call it, hurdy gurdy podcast as well. So yeah. you've been doing doing quite a bit of podcasting this this year, right? And do you find now, once you've once you've actually done a lot, you start to notice I say the same shit over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 true, and I've I'm. Do you know what? It's it's interesting because I think I think to a certain degree, I think you sort of have to because you you know you, you you form your opinions and your your hills to die on and, and so on and so forth and and i don't think it's a bad bad thing to to do i've started and you know like i'm still like you say i'm, I'm still very new to all this but I'm, I'm, I'm working hard at it and i really enjoy it it's a great little hobby so um i i do try to sort of to do more of that and to kind of form form those opinions whether that's on pods and then sort of take it into twitter with my 17 followers um and kind of just just build build those narratives out a little bit little bit more um because i don't think it's a bad thing to have opinions and 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 to kind of to repeat them you you are on many different pods and so on and so forth as well so so it would be weird if you did the opposite and and it said something different every time wouldn't it um maybe i should yeah, do that you're right. that could be quite fun that's quite a good idea really actually i i, I you should i mean mate Try it. See how people respond, you know? Yeah, let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. It can kind of live... I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Um, as we said, it was a pretty... I mean, let's be honest. It was a, an, a largely uneventful game against Aston Villa. Mm. I got the feeling that half the players are just ready for the season to be over, which 
if we're going to be brutally honest, though, is quite disappointing, right? We can still make Europa mm. League. There still should be an element of professional pride on the line, but it does feel as though that's just not a thing at Tottenham anymore, right? Is that harsh? No, I think you're right. Um, I was talking to Flav about this on the five statements. I, I think it feels like there is a bit of a. I mean, I, the, the whole sort of there's a tired trope about you know players being on the beach and all that sort of stuff. I think I think I think the reason why isn't is more that they're just I think they're just mentally tired, physically for sure, because mm. a lot of the players that we play that we 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 hammer them right. Like Hobier plays every game. Dyer's played almost every game. Uh, if Davies could, he would. Kane plays every game. Like we we hammer up, we, we we ground our players to the ground. We don't really rotate as much as we should, but mostly because we don't have the the strength and depth yet. Um, but I think you know mentally it's been draining. I mean, f- you know, fans we are we're drained to the point of apathy. Um, I think the players will be in in similar situations, and I think that's that that shows. In in I read a stat the other day in in the last. In the last four games out of five, um, we've conceded within the first eight minutes. So that, that to me, points more to a lack of concentration and, and tiredness. And we're not starting games with, with you know, with, with concentration and, and, and focus. And I think a lot of it is just, just they're just knackered. Um, and, and I could sort of, you know, we can get into the players. The players aren't, a lot of them aren't good enough everyone knows that but they've also been dealt a pretty hard hand by by the club and by by leadership this, this year you know it's i think they're way better than they're showing i think a lot of it I, is overstated totally the whole yeah. we're yeah. we're totally shit yeah. half of our team is championship it's not at all man like no I, some, I totally agree there's some good players but in terms of the tiredness because i do i do agree with you but i'm i am starting to worry a bit if it's just tiredness of of spurs of the environment, mm. whether there are mm. the likes of, because I do, I, I do think people do jump on him a disproportionate amount, but somebody like an Eric Dyer, for example, mm. what does he, or what do we really get from giving him like a, a big, long new contract? You know, it, it feels, mm. I was completely on board with him at the start of the season. I was actually like, he's really turned over a, a leaf under Conte. I think he's back on track to be the player that he kind of promised to be at the early start of his Tottenham career under Pochettino, where we were thinking, God, he's he's actually really, really good. And he had sort of injuries, and I think he just, his form went to shit like everybody else's did after you know, the Pochettino thing started to come to an end. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was back a bit, but I mean, for most of this season, he's been, he's been close to abject at times. And I don't mm-hmm. think he's, I don't, I, he is very much an example of one of the players that I hear people say he's a championship at best player. He isn't, man. He's 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 mm. a very good player. He could go to someone like a Palace, someone like a Villa, who we've just played yesterday, and yeah. probably be a real hero for one of them. You know, I think he's a really good player. I just do worry that there's a general fatigue. I know the training ground. I know all the faces around the ground. I know I don't have to try too hard because I'm kind of here I'm part of the furniture mm. do you think that is that part of the problem or is this just us chronically online Spurs fans looking for any reason to make sense <laughs> of how this season's gone do you know what I mean yeah 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 no I, I think there's a lot of truth in that I think there's 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 um there's a lot to be said for it's hard right because there's, there's two arguments to this there's this I can I can see a lot of what 
all the the angry people on Twitter are saying about you know he's been here since for, for how many years now he wasn't even you know he's a bench player under Pochettino and now he's a starter and I I get all that but to your point as well like the guy's an England international um, he played very well last season started the season well like it it you don't just lose skill like that it's just it it's it's a combination of a lot of different things um but i i, I do I, I fear the club will give him another three or four years um purely because i i think he's probably seen as a, a good voice to have around and you know a positive influence and a you know a player who's who came in and and, and couldn't really play in a different few different positions and then was fell out of favor and has you know pulled himself up by his bootstraps and he's apparently part of this players committee and all that sort of stuff as well so i think he'll get a contract based on that which is kind of you would think it would be on the playing merit right yeah. um but i i think they will give it to him i don't think he's to your point like he's a good player but he's not someone we should build our defence around. Um, so I, I think we, I, I'm, I'm torn, um, but I'm, I'm loath to, to slag him off and, and say that he's uh, the reason for our for our terrible form this this season. He's, he's definitely not. He's much he's much, as much of a of a, of a victim of, of all the the bullshit as as players like Skip and Hoybier and, and Son and Richarlison to, to to a large degree as well. I think. Well, let's look at this from another angle then. We'll stay on Dyer to a degree. But Christian Romero yesterday had probably one of his worst games I've seen for Spurs. Well, day before mm. yesterday now. I mean, let's don't need to go into hyperbole. He was just not he was not good at all. Um I I'm of the opinion that he's a he's an exceptionally talented young man. I think he's a, a brilliant player. He's shown that for Argentina countless times, no less in a World Cup final. I do worry that he loses his head a lot. I get that he's very young. I get that he's quite a bullish player. But it does feel like we've had to kind of extend this level of courtesy to him a lot when really you want your kind of your top players to be able to step up. Forget about all those kind of intrusive thoughts, all that bullshit that's plaguing them and makes them act in a rash fashion. And actually just be able to kind of take it, take two hands on it and help the club through it. And it feels like Romero has not been capable of doing that really for a lot of this kind of period. I don't doubt at all how talented he is, but it has left me open to the sort of idea of, well, if maybe a Madrid, for example, offered us 60 mil, thereabouts, mm. let's just chuck a figure out there. Would I be that upset if we took it? Maybe not. Maybe we need some more solid players. But as we've just spoken about with Eric Dyer there, that he is this kind of dependable figure around the, the place. A lot of people have blamed him, for example, for Romero's fortunes this season. What's Romero supposed mm -hmm. to do when he's playing alongside the likes of Eric Dyer? I mean, do you think we can, in good faith, judge these players independently of one another? And if not... Do, does Dyer take some of the blame for what Romero is doing, or does Romero just simply need to grow up a bit? <laughs> yeah, it's probably I mean, quite a bit I, to I unpack there, but do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I'll, I think I'll, I'll start from the top. I think, I think there is, I think this season, I think it'd be incredibly hard to judge, um, really 
most of our players because yeah. of all the, the shit that's gone on. I think that'll be incredibly harsh on them. I think there are some that we already knew were even before all the drama, um, we knew needed to be upgraded upon um, Larice Dyer and so on and so forth. Um, good players, good servants in the past, but but just it's just time for you know that that cycle to to end. Um, they've then been sort of sort of shown up just as everyone else has. There hasn't outside of Harry Kane, not a single player really. I mean, I think actually I think Forster's done okay. I think he's he needs to be credit, but outside of that everyone else has just been dog meat so but it's it's so, so that it's something else isn't it you don't get a collective um just drop off like that you, you just don't so that there's something else um at play here i think there is an argument about romero when he's playing around um other players better players um his level increases but but that that's the same with everyone apart from absolute mercurial talent um I, i'm putting kane in that in that bracket um, everyone else needs good players around them to perform. Um, you see, like Hobier, who's who's been again. I'm not talking about Hobier because of the hurdy gurdy link. Um, <laughs> he's going. He's getting a lot of stick, and there, there's yeah. a stupid video circulating. I'm sure you've seen where he's just stood and ad- admittedly doesn't look great. But um, I think he the, doesn't, the, the, you know, just just on that video, the thing that's irritated on. me about that is there's plenty you can like dig Hobier out about. A video just was, didn't mean anything. No, it's it's right. it's stupid because it's also it, the the people like if you just look at him, he's just he just runs in circles and doesn't do much. But I don't want to get into it, like sitting here to tactically disseminating his that one minute of of the ninety five minutes that he played. So because that's silly, but he's covering his own. He's he's covering space. He can't chase all these these, these the ball because there's a there's a Spurs player on every man every time. The one tackle. He's he's flat footed for and he gets surprised by a player running into him. What's he gonna do? He's not gonna he's not gonna tackle him and, 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 and give away a free kick right outside the box. That's ludicrous. So anyway, whatever. Um my point was I th- I think Romero will improve with with better, um, more stable, more confident players around him. Um I think he is he is rash and that's part of his game. He says that all the time. He is Outside of Hugo Lloris, he's the player with the most errors leading to goals uh, for us. He's the player with the most yellow cards. He's the player with the most tackles. Um, so, but, you know, it's it's one of them. You can't take the, the aggression out of his game and, and that sort of him playing on his feelings um, rather than on his head because you remove a lot of, of what makes him good. But, but, you know, tackling is... You, you Brits. I'm, I'm putting you in with the Brits here, by the way. I'm yeah. not putting you in with the with the Argentinians, but I'm in a plastic you know. one of them already, anyway. So, <laughs> but you, like, you, you've the, the Brits fucking love a tackle. So a lot of the a lot of the initial it's kind stuck of in. uh, What's wrong with that? mate, I've stuck it. I like mate, you know, crunching tackle, two foot. Yeah, it's, it's you lot have taught us that in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Getting stuck in on all those fishing villages <laughs> on, the, <laughs> two, on the East Anglian axe coast. Tackles. Yeah. <laughs> True, actually, fuck, did a, did a flip on me there. Didn't expect that. Um, but yeah, he's he's you know I I he's by far our best defender. I don't think he is. I think it's unfair to judge him um, on just this one season. He's got a massively high ceiling, but yeah, he's he's not had a he's not had a great season alongside really every single other defender um, alongside him. So I think I waffled on a bit there. But, well, no, but um, uh, it, look, it, okay. Too long didn't read. Real Madrid say Spurs er his <laughs> seventy million euros for for Christian Romero. Yes, we summer. take it. You take of it. We take it. Yeah. You take yeah. it. 
Yeah. We have to get better at that. Like Spurs have never been good at that. We sold Carl Walker. Since then, we haven't sold a good player for a lot of money. No, that would be like, so we, painful, we just, wouldn't it? We, but now, but the retrospect is so beautiful, isn't it? Because then you think, sure, fucking hell, we sure. turned down, was it 50 mil for Eric Dyer? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he could have been Harry Maguire before Harry Maguire at United. That's it. That's it. There you go. What about you? What do you think? Would you... What, would you, cash would you in on say, Romero? Um, well, if you get... So we paid 42 for, for him. If we get almost double two yeah, years I would, down I, the line... I, I would, because be. I think... He, he would probably be because you know what will happen, right? He would go to somewhere like because I think it is only going to be a Madrid or a PSG or somebody like that, really, mm. who might mm. come in for him with an offer that we would be willing to entertain. I assume he's got a fairly long contract at Spurs, and I think he would go there and look really good, feel really happy there, and it would be ha ha ha. Look, you know, he, another player's won something as soon as he's left Spurs, and we know how disingenuous that shit is. Mm. But I think I do. I just I have this. I just have a, a, a type of concern that at the moment, right? The best way I can put this, mate, and we will mm. come on to like competitions and the type of competitions that Spurs should be focusing on, right? But the the whole Pochettino era catapulted Tottenham to a place where we were genuinely title contenders, right? We we were a team challenging for titles, and. We are very much not that team anymore. Like I said, I do, I do want to focus on it later, but I hear people say, no, we don't want Europa League or even Europa Conference League because it will give us a clear run on the title next year. I don't know what fucking planet these people are living on, honestly, that they <laughs> yeah. think we're that team at the moment because we, we just, we're not. We aren't that team. And my, my big concern, it does, I, as I'm saying this, I realise how ridiculous it sounds to say, oh, we want to be a good team, so let's get rid of our best players. But I just worry, like I say, with these kind of red flags over him, his lack of maturity, his clear frustration at what Spurs are right now. And I just think the fact that this season, I haven't seen him dig deep for Spurs. I haven't. I haven't seen him be one of the players that's really tried to get us out of this. He's continued to be rash. He's continued to be quite immature. And I just wonder if at this point in time, as we're in this position of really rebuilding, of trying to refine an identity, of trying to get some more solidity, maybe we just need more times new Roman players, people who are just solid, good at their job, and are probably boring or would be not too fancied. But you look at, you know, look at players like Pascal Gross playing at Brighton, just solid all mm. season. Mm. He's not interesting. He's not sexy but they're just solid. Surely there's players like that out there that aren't really that fancied by somebody else that maybe we need at the moment. I don't know. It's just, it's, you know, it's thinking out loud, but it's, it's kind of my worry with Christian Romero at the moment, because I'm not, because I, I get it. As soon as you try and say any of this type of thing on Twitter, it's, oh, you know, oh, you want to sell our best players. It's like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I think he's bad and I'm not, necessarily saying that I absolutely want to sell him I'm just asking the question like is he right for us right now at all I, I, I'm mm. not so sure mm. and if, if that if like you say if that opportunity to double our money on him came along maybe that would be for the best I don't think it will happen I don't think anybody's really got much money I think Madrid are going to spend a lot of money on Jude Bellingham if 
if it's to be believed, they might even have a sniff around Harry Kane. So I don't think somebody like Christian Romero is like top of their priorities at the moment. But you know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Somebody, an Inter or somebody like that, might fancy him back. No, it's Juve who was that, wasn't it originally? But Juve, yeah, it was Juve, yeah. An Inter or somebody like that might fancy a punt on him. You know, um, Italian football's back, sort of back on the up. They seem to have a a fairly kind of nebulous. <laughs> nebulous yeah. kind of grasp on the purse strings don't they like some seasons they can't keep up and then suddenly into spend a couple of hundred million again so yeah it's 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 mad isn't it and they're, they're very uh they're not great at self-regulating either are they uh, juventus the 13 pound deduction 13 point deduction oh no oh you've sacked everyone it's fine it's fine you give your points back and now you might get in the champions league and people might pay more money to watch italian football oh it's just uh... well, we, we... here's what it is Touching on that with Spurs, where we're at right now, because obviously we've got United who are, I'm not overly sold on Ten Hag, truth be told, but I still think United are, they're obviously better this season than they have been for the previous few years. Newcastle, who are, it was an inevitability that they'd be good. I didn't think it'd be quite this quick, but here we are. Mm. Even the likes of though, Brighton, Aston Villa, Brentford, there's a lot of teams who are very good, very well run, very good on the pitch, good squads of players that are all playing well to to good managers. Mm. You take, say, Harry Kane out of this team, because there's every chance he might leave this summer. Are we, are we in trouble, mate? Like, are we kind <laughs> of... Not, you know, I, I mean, there is even that bit of me. I look at like what, what's happened to West Ham this year, mm. and I wonder, Spurs without Harry Kane... Could we find ourselves becoming uncomfortably sucked into that type of conversation? Or is this just fear-mongering hyperbole? The answer is somewhere in between um, the two, which is the boring answer, but 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 it, it's true, I think. Um, I, there's not, look, you, you only have to look at Chelsea to, to sort of see that no matter how much money you spend, if the football club is not well run the, then this this league is brutal i mean mm. there were times only what five six games ago we were talking about chelsea being relegated and we were laughing about it but their form was that bad because they just didn't they were totally and utterly rudderless they had no direction from the top down um and that was after spending 600 million pounds so um money isn't everything and, and good players isn't everything it's it's about having the right the right direction in, in, inside the club so um if we sell Kane we we need uh, we we lose you know 25 goals there's only one season I think since he started where he hasn't scored less than seven <coughs> where he scored less than 17 goals it's it's insane he's 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 a machine um but he's also on one of our main outlets right him and son um so I, I think I think if we if we got rid of him there would be because he has he has the status he has. There would be enough, hopefully, within enough voices within the club saying we need we need uh, as as close to a replacement as as we possibly can, and not repeat the bail uh, debacle. Um, but you're, I mean, if you want to, yeah, if you look at the stats, I mean, the, there's the goals aren't coming really from anywhere else. A little bit from Son, um, and then it's players like Hoybier and scoring. It's like that. That's pretty. That's pretty bad. Um, so if if we don't get if we don't get a competent director of football and a competent manager in charge and Harry Kane goes, 
in by the start of the season those three things aren't fully fulfilled like we could be in a lot of trouble i don't think that will happen but we we, we 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 really could be and and so that's why so many people are, are i guess quite scared and, and and concerned about the direction that levy's taken the club in right because if we don't get th- these are these are bigger they seem to me they seem bigger appointments than they have done for a long time yeah um and and i think that's what we need to be to be focused on but i like do you think kane is leaving what like what are you i i think he's going to stay personally i really have no i mean i don't think he's going to stay what do you think signing your contract stay yeah yeah no i think i think so i think he goes on a free mate if we don't sell him this summer i think he'll just want his van Persie kind of arc where he will have a choice to make he'll be able to sign for free for somebody and just go there and win the league. I think he's desperate to win mm-hmm. the Premier League. Or, you know, and f- yeah. fair enough in many ways. Um, where do you... <coughs> excuse me. Where do you see that happening? I still, do, I still don't discount City. Like, I still... I know they've got okay. Haaland. I know they've got De Bruyne. I just think Pep wouldn't say no to having a player like Kane about the place. You know? He's... You see, he likes a veteran player, in and amongst it all. They had—I mean, it wasn't—it wasn't under Pep, was it? When they got Lampard in, I don't think so. Was it early Pep? It was, yeah. It was Pep. Pep was there, yeah. Yeah, early Pep. So there's kind of precedent for that. Gundogan's not quite the same, but still, yeah. a similar kind of thing, right? Um, that would feel like the most comfortable fit, wouldn't it? I, I very much worry about Chelsea. That, that's always going to be a, a fear, but I don't, you know, it makes a lot of people very uncomfortable to think about that. And, you know, I think it's there. And always United, but, you know, United, I just, I think if he, really, what Kane, the, the thing is with Kane, right, he can't leave Tottenham and sign for, say, Manchester United and win a Carabao Cup and expect mm. yeah. for that to have the kind of the dissenting voices over his career quieten. It's just not going to happen, is it, right? You're not going to have that with him winning a Carabao Cup. He has to win at least a Premier League or a Champions League, if not both. And the only place you're guaranteed that in this country is City now. Mm. Not the Champions League, but the Premier League at least. Yeah. Chelsea, not too far outside of that. Might be interesting to see where Newcastle are in another year's time. Could look for that sort of messianic kind of... Alan Shearer type figure again. Harry Kane sort of ticks a few boxes in that. I don't know. There's there's a few interesting things going, but I think a lot will, like you say, a lot will depend as well on the direction of the club and quite how confident he is or anybody is on, on where that is because I don't know. I'm not... I kind of, I feel like I'm in this sort of a kind of quiet panic about Tottenham's future right now because I I I think really for the first time because I've I've always been a bit of a fence sitter with Levy I've had times that I've been very annoyed with him but I've always defaulted back to this sense at least that he gets most he gets the big things right right he doesn't he doesn't get it all right but he's got enough of a plan there he's a he's enough of a kind of keen mind for strategy that he can steer Spurs through rough seas right but hmm. at the moment I just kind of think what's going on man like 
you're seeing kind of even you know you're seeing somebody like Donna Cullen making you know she's she's getting a lot more kind of like public face time now we hear oh she's just yeah. a PR person but doesn't any anybody who's anywhere closely linked to the club paints a very different story about her involvement in everything there mm. and you know she's sitting there on Sky TV saying this is shit well it's your job to sort it out <laughs> you know and yep. they've been doing a horrific job of it really for the past few years and this at the moment I think you know people are kind of losing their asses a bit prematurely over Nagelsmann I think you know we can't really be expected it, it, it sounds like it, it seems quite unclear right but it sounds like Nagelsmann has just said who's your director of football and we've said don't know yet and he's just been like yeah. well nah sort that out you know um yeah. So I, I wouldn't be I, I'll tell you what I wouldn't be overly surprised mate I honestly wouldn't be overly surprised if in a few weeks time a month's time we actually do end up appointing Nagelsmann anyway that we do get a director of football sorted and we do appoint him that this is just some smoke and mirrors bullshit while we sort other stuff out mm. um, but equally I don't think it's that that much of a stretch to suggest that we could see ourselves starting the next season with Brendan Rodgers in charge of the club, you know? <laughs> and it's it's horrible, right? Like, God, but yeah. how, I mean, what? How do you feel about it? Like, do, do you do you have full faith in what they're doing? Um, no, I wouldn't say I have full faith. I think I think there's been some pretty bad. There's been some pretty big missteps. I'll tell you what. Up until, <clears throat> I did you know what. I didn't even think Jose was such a mad decision no. pre, pre the the fact. I, I was, do you know what? We we were. I, I sort of. I thought I saw what Levy was seeing as well in terms, you know, the the the, the stadiums bill. We we need someone who can come in who can teach us what it's what it's like to be a big club. We need to take some big decisions in terms of the playing staff, and we need to win some shit now. We have to find foundation and 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 uh, Levy, you know, it was slapped his dick on the table with Jose Mourinho holding it, saying, "Here we here we go. Here's, here's your big name manager," and obviously that totally imploded. But I don't beforehand. I was I was I was excited. I was like, "Fuck yeah, here we fucking go!" Like you know, I didn't. Obviously, the whole Chelsea stink it, it was on him, and and same with Conte and all that sort of stuff. But but. I didn't think it was a bad decision. I wasn't totally sold on Conte. I think you and I had WhatsApps all the way through Conte's reign about him. But I was never fully sold on him, but I could sort of still see the the, the, the sense in it. But I think the there was there was missteps throughout that, especially the last part of that, that tenure. Um and the Paratigy thing is is close to inexcusable um i thought that was really badly handled um did very bad due diligence on 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 all that um and then i think there's just there's just been moves since mostly around communication which is what what i sort of i sort of can understand why people are sort of getting up in arms about dan and colin because a lot of we've had a lot of communication fuck-ups in the last six to twelve months um bad interviews or no communication um, which leads to more uproar, um, and and you know there, there's, it's not just the men's side. The women's side is is in free fall as well, and, and you know so so there, there seems to be a lot of we seem to be panicking a little bit. We're flapping, and that's that's not a good look. You you can't be a billion pound 
business and be seen to be flapping it's it's literally the worst thing it, it breeds insecurity all the way through and, and and you know we have we have shareholders and we don't pay dividends to them so they're going to be um they're going to be even more pissed off and if they see their investment that they're not making money on um yet be mismanaged so i think there's 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 room for some mistrust um i think if if that said, I think if, if, if we get these next two appointments are massive. I think Scott Munn, I think the decision to put in a chief football officer, I think is, is, a, is a great step, a step in the right direction. That came off the back of a consultancy, a six-month or 12-month consultancy firm coming in to do a deep dive into the, 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 the operations behind the scenes. I think that's a great step. That, that says Levy's you know, trying to change. Can, can I but, ask you on, on this point? Do you know how that relationship works between that CFO and a director of football? No, but I can. Well, I, I, what I'm gleaning from kind of what I've what I've read and 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 sort of understanding a little bit about how the the sort of those kind of the chief the C-suite people operate in a, in a in a normal business is is he will be you know he's a board member so he has he has say at the very very highest level. Um, it takes it takes Levy more out of the picture than it did before. So, whereas the director of football doesn't sit in the sit in the board meetings, they they would have meetings with the people that sit in the board meetings prior to the meetings. Um, so it's still the more people you take your information through, the more skewed it gets to to what that person's agenda is. So if if Levy sits with the director of football and gets a view on the footballing operations when levy takes that to a board meeting to, for discussion it's going to be obviously painted by levy's you know kind of view of the whole situation so and that the chief football officer takes a lot of that away so that we we we're supposed to believe we we're being told and from what we've read about scott Munn is he he is he's someone who starts you know, he's he's a, he's an operator. He's someone that's good at building yeah. operations from the ground up, which is, in a lot of way, kind of feels like we need that to happen, right? Like, and and this is a good opportunity. It's not, it's not great because it's all come about at the same time. We need both a director of football and a manager, but he he needs to rebuild and reshape the footballing operations, um, and that's a good that's a good th thing for us to happen because. I'm not a, I'm not Levy out. I'm not. I, I, the things he's done for this club since since they took over twenty odd years ago is it, it, phenomenal. But I, I think he's come to a point where he needs to start stepping away. But this is exactly what he needs. To, he he can't just step away and go. Yeah, director of football, you're in charge because that person doesn't have board input. They they need that. They need that remit, that responsibility, and that clout. That 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 respect and responsibility that 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 title um, brings with it to be able to make moves at the highest level which is which is what scott munn or, or maybe not scott munn scott munn might in in 12 months 18 months turn out to be a total dud but the creation of that role is a is a massive step in the right in the right direction um so there'll be there'll be operators in the background they'll be talking you know lrps long rate long range planning 12 18 24 five years out in the future um whereas the director of football is more sort of day-to-day week-to-week month-to-month with the, with the manager who's obviously just thinking you know about the season and the next game um yeah sorry again i rant no but it's fine mate because it, it's it's all relevant i'm just 
I, I've just I'm overwhelmed really by the feeling that for all this, and there are, there are positive things going on, but for all this, are we simply just going to find ourselves back in the kind of position that say yeah. best scenario, we we build back up again, we hire say get a good director of football in, Arna Slot comes in. We fall in love with the club again. We start playing nice football. We finish fifth. Do you know what I mean? But it's been hard fought. We've done well. Suddenly we're in a position where you kind of think, oh, a couple more players, we might be able to sort of push to the title again. Mm. Do you have every confidence it's not going to be that same kind of thing we've had in the past where we've just not pushed the button? We've not built on that position of strength? Or do you think... Now, as as it was billed as, the stadium could be that game changer because I do I do completely reject the idea now, the notion that Spurs don't spend money. I think it's always false when people say Daniel Levy doesn't spend money. We do spend a lot of money. We just spend it really badly for the most part, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Absolutely. And that that's spot on. That's absolutely it. So that that whole argument, and I've always that's, that's always been one of my main gripes with with this movement and and with the the concern around Levy. <coughs> I, I we do fundamentally spend hundreds of millions every single window. All like it is literally there. It's all over the internet. Just go and fucking look it up. It's not that we spend money. We don't spend money. We spend it badly. And then when we spend it badly on players who for whatever reason it doesn't work out for we're not good enough at correcting that either through being ruthless and cutting our losses or by just fucking selling them um to, to well again that's kind of it we just need to cut our losses on them um or, or, or identify it early enough and not try and, and and kind of flog a dead horse and then all of a sudden they've been here for five six years um so yeah i think i think um i forgot what your question was here well, just do you, do you have confidence in in the club oh, in, in um, Levy going forward anymore? That, like I say, despite all the positive noises, when it really comes down to it, is it just the same thing we've seen just playing out again? It, it could be, yeah. I mean, it absolutely could be, right? But that, that's the thing is, we don't know. And and you always, as a football fan, you sort of always have a little bit of that. You don't really know what's happening, but but you build your your mood around the club you build that on 
past experience because that that sort of, or, or largely on past experience because that that means you, you you're hoping that that's your sort of foundation for the future and then you pin your hopes to that we don't we've had a terrible season we've got no director of football we've got no manager we've got uh you know a very very new team behind the scenes in, in levy's kind of um in, in in terms of levy's team um there's a lot of the people that weren't uh, that were around sort of for 10 12 years they're, they're just not there anymore um there's a lot of upheaval and it's all well and good to get new people in i'm talking about scott munn but but those people need time to bed in so i'm i don't want to be negative but but there's a lot that rides on on these next two appointments and like i said parasogy is has has is my is my biggest thing that i'm mostly i have the biggest problem with levy about and and that was him appointing um so it could be tough it could be tough but you know if we if we continue if we just just go around and, and be sad and then and, and fuck man that's a miserable existence let's look forward mark let's let's look ahead um we're in a bit of a battle right now, right, for Europa League, Europa Conference League. Yep. What, where do you stand on all that? Anything not Champions League, the thought of Tottenham playing on Thursday night because we're fucking shy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of come back to Bites on the Arsenal. Yeah. It? It's funny. We've just got to own it, man. Honestly, like I said, we've got to sing it. We play Thursday because we're fucking shy. We just, we have to. <laughs> Has to be owned. You just get ahead of the curve, right? We play Thursday because we're fucking shy. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, look, I was at, um, I was at Liverpool away and Everton away, um, but especially at Liverpool. Um, but that was fun. There was, well, it was miserable, but then it was a lot of fun towards the end. Um, but there was a lot of fun sort of schadenfreude uh, kind of, you know, putting yourself down, self-deprecating. Is it self-deprecating? Yeah. Um, sort of songs about how shit we are and stuff. And, and we're, we're pretty good at that, as long as it doesn't go into toxicity. Um, but yeah, I, like, I, I, I'm with you, largely. I think we are, we're not in a place as a football club where we can turn our noses over the... the, the Certainly not Europa League. Europa League is a very yeah. tough competition these days. Um, it's Champions League Conference light, League, isn't it? It just is. Yeah, yeah, mate. Look at the teams that are in there. Barcelona dropped down to it. You know? If we played Roma, who I'm sure would go on to to win it, um, we'd, we'd get spanked. So are we saying we're, we're too good for the Europa League? I don't like We very much aren't. And like you said earlier... Just because we're not in these positions doesn't mean we have a much, much better chance at winning the Premier League. And we're not in a position where we're going to win the Premier League fucking regardless. It's not a thing right now, you know? Okay, maybe 2019, the last ebb of it, but we got to the Champions League final, so that's that's kind of where we had our fun. But hmm. now, man, like 16, 17, 17, 18, all that is gone. Like, we're not that team, <laughs> you know? No. And even then we couldn't win a Premier League. So just <laughs> like... What makes you think it's yeah. going to happen now? But I think, like you say, like especially not Europa Conference, but even the Europa Conference League. I just think it's, I heard I heard you guys. You had that question on Fighting Cock the other day, and somebody was like ranking the competitions and was saying that you know even winning a, a League Cup would be bigger than winning a, oh, no. a, a, yeah. a Europa League and stuff. I'm like, what? Not at all, man. Like, no, nowhere close to it. And I I always turn my nose up at the League Cup, right? I have done for 
for the past few years. I very much enjoyed us winning it when we beat Chelsea in the final. But I've always sort of been like, Meh, whatever, if we don't if we don't win it, I don't care. I've seen us do that and it's not that yeah. big a thing. Now I think we're firmly in that position. We need to win something like that. We have to. We've got to focus yeah. on basically everything that we're in. And I still think, I know you do play all these kind of tin pot games in the Conference League, but I just still think winning it would be great. It would be really, really good. Like West Ham are having a laugh this year, you know? They're loving it, mate. They're loving it. They would have had a one of the worst fucking seasons in, in modern times if they hadn't had this Conference League run. Um, my brother-in-law is a, a, a massive West Ham fan in Denmark. Where's, the, where's a, a West Ham jersey <laughs> every single day? It's mad. Um, and he's the he only thing he wants. To, like, what does he do? Mate, it's it's insane. No, it's, well, so he doesn't work to work because he's a um, he's a joiner um, carpenter. So you know he has to wear sort of work clothes. But as soon as he comes home, he's a lovely guy. I, I, I'm not putting him down, but he is a bit special. Um, <laughs> comes home, goes straight to to his room, goes for a shower, puts a fucking West Ham shirt on. It's, it's, it's mad. Every single day wears a West Ham shirt. How did that Crazy. happen? I don't know. But, mate, you, you'll find... So, the, the Europeans, but yeah, it's 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 a big sort of thing. Like, in the US, they do the same thing. as um, You know, we do it over here. There's there's plenty of Brits who wear baseball shirts and baseball caps with yeah. teams on them and stuff. And we don't really think that much about it. Um, but England is a... It's, it's a because football is a different... It's it's part of the culture in a totally different way to what it is in, you know, for for my for my brother-in-law, it's it's obviously a sport and it's a hobby and it's part it's a big 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 part of his life, um, and I I mean it's it's in fact it's probably as it's close to as much a part of his life than as it would be for a, a, a diehard West Ham fan over here. You know, he's he's everything he has is like West Ham and his, his Instagram is, is West Ham. And whenever he comes over with my sister and their kids, he, he has to go down to, to, well now, now the, the London stadium, but, um, but yeah, I don't know why that, where the shirt thing comes from, but it is a, it is quite a common thing in, in Europe, uh, to, to sort of wear the shirts a lot. Um, you guys over here just don't really believe in it. No, no. Anyway, don't know how we got onto that, but yeah. I'd love a run though, man. Imagine that. Europa League run. How much how how much would we celebrate a Europa League win? It would be fucking mayhem. It would have to be a bus on the high road, right? Europa League. Not maybe oh, not yeah. conference. Yeah. Conference League maybe not. Conference League I would I look, it's the it's the League Cup of Europe, right? That's what it is. This is it in that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Europa League is FA Cup. So it's it's good. It's bigger yeah. than winning the FA. It's much bigger than winning an FA Cup. For sure. I, I'd love to win an FA Cup. I would absolutely love to now. But yeah. winning Europa League would be fucking massive. It's it's huge. There are the the, the, the there are teams in that league that win their domestic um, seasons year on year, and and they they just for whatever reason they can't get into the Champions League or they get dropped out of the Champions League and they drop down. Like you know most European. Um, leagues only get one Champions League entry and then one Euro- Europa League entry, you know. So, so there's a lot of competition of, about these places. So they are they are good teams. They really are. And and how often do we get spanked and dropped out of these these competitions? Yeah. We we have to take them seriously. I, I genuinely believe that. Look, I mean, ultimately, don't we like follow football just to watch our team play games, to compete, to right. to try and win stuff? Right. Like this whole sense of banking 
whatever it is, banking fatigue or banking capacity, so he can maybe in X amount of years or whatever down the line do so. I mean, it just doesn't work like that. Football just, you know, just take it as it comes and try and fucking win it all. I think I've, I've, I'm I really kind of having a, an about turn on this shit because I've been, like I said, I've been so anti-League Cup for years now. And it's in context of us actually legitimately being in the conversation for fighting for league titles or Champions League or FA Cup at least that I've sort of thought fuck the League Cup we've done that that's kind of leave yeah. up for the Tin Pot Clubs but now now we are the Tin Pot Club again aren't we like, <laughs> you know like, we're shit we are shit come on you know we just oh yeah yeah, you're right. We, we, I mean, we, 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 we're a mess. That's what it is. We're not shit, but we are a mess. And we really, <laughs> now, we really, really just need somebody to come and sort this out proper, don't we? Like it's, it's, it's gone on for, it's gone on since Mourinho, right? Because I look at this lot, man. I, I don't, I, I'm, I promise after this season is done, I'm not going to keep going on about Antonio Conte. But I really do look at the state of half of these players right now. And I think, what the fuck was he doing or like for the past year and a half? What mm. the fuck were they t- like? Wh- where was the coaching? Like, our pl- like it looks like so many of our players have genuinely regressed, like the past year or so. Mm-hmm. Like half of them mm-hmm. don't even look like fundamentally good players, capable of trapping a ball and passing it about nicely. I just don't understand yeah. what's, and I think confidence plays a huge part in that, right? But. Still, I just, it just seems to be no, and Mason's trying his best right now to, to, to change that. But it seems like there's been no plan for quite some time, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally agree. I, I think you're spot on. That there, there has been a, and you know, the most obvious example is, is Son, right? Who's just gone from joint, but still, uh, golden boot winner last season, to just totally dropped off a cliff. Um, I mean, has been recently, obviously, since the departure of Conte, has been chipping in more with with goals and better performances and stuff like that. But he's got ten goals. Only just got ten goals for the for the season. Um, he look he looks a different player. Oh, he, he looked at least before before Conte went and, and and you know he's improving now. He's getting a bit more freedom and so on. But he, he you know he couldn't trap a ball, couldn't hold the ball up. As soon as he had his, his back to goal and you saw a defender sort of come up behind him, you're like, you knew Son was going to lose possession. And yeah. almost every single time, get the ball into his feet, gets a little push in the back or, you know, the opposition player gets a little bit physical with him, falls over, loses the ball or, or lays it off badly, lose, you know, lose possession through a misplaced pass. A pass. Um, Kulisevsky is still the same. We, we were raving about Kulisevsky being our second best player at one point after Kane. You know, the ceiling is massive. He's up there with the best young players in the world, and and now he's we we barely want to play him because we put Richarlison on, who's what fucking scored what one goal for us and three assists or something like that, four assists, three assists. Like th- there is, there's been a monumental drop off, and and one of the things that I was most excited about that when that everyone said when Conte comes in, you know, he he improves players and he leaves he leaves a better squad. He always leaves under a cloud, right? He yeah. leaves with fucking massive drama. 
but one of the things we were told is that oh, he's, he always leaves a, 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 the squad in a, in a better position, better place than when he found it. But he fucking didn't. Terrorized that squad. Absolutely butchered it. It was. It's. It's just. There's players who will probably. Bec- I mean, I don't think Dyer will ever come back from from this. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, it's. It's. I think there's there's players like Skip who who we thought had a had a huge future. That's up in the air now. Um, it's mad release. how quick. That, I mean, the, the only, the only reason I I do err on the side of caution with that with the skip is, I feel like, just how quickly he suddenly looks quite poor. Hmm. I don't think it's been like a, a, a. I don't think it's been telegraphed, right? I don't. I think he's just kind of in really, really poor shape at the moment. I think he's young enough for somebody to really make him good. But I agree. I think the past few games, I've suddenly been like, "Is he actually shit?" You know, like, yeah, I know. I, I think, I think it's, but it's, it's a lot as well to put on him. I mean, the 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 boy is twenty two years old. I know he looks fifty five, but he's he's twenty two. Like to to ask him to play that much, um, you know, he's he's started twenty one games for us this season, but that's albeit with him coming back from injuries and and so on. Sorry, he started sixteen. I think he's not. He's not started twenty one. Um, but he's he's been a massive part. You know, he's he's he was as soon as Benton calls out injured. He's he's the man in, in midfield alongside Hoybier. Um Mostly because Bissouma's always also injured, and I get that. But he's not supposed to be playing and have that much response that much responsibility on him um, at this stage of his career. Um, other other you know you could point to other players who who's come through and been. At other clubs but but that's doesn't matter to us right now the the the, the reality is I, I i think skip has i think there's been too much thrust on him so soon after his his injury and with his age um i think he is much better as with pretty much every player in our squad they are better than what they're showing at the moment um but i'll admit like you i i, I was uh, his last few games he's not been good um I, there was a marked improvement when Basuma came on um against villa m- massive improvement I mean, and that's it's, um, there's things like that right where mm. you can kind of cling on to that as a bit of hope for a new season when you actually consider mm. we've had arguably one of the premier league's better midfielders of the past few years not really doing anything for us this season because of mismanagement and injury that if we do have the right person in charge who manages to inspire him again, all of a sudden you've got a, a brilliant Basuma and Bentanker who may or may not be the same player after this injury, but still mm. we're just talking top line. Bentanker and Basuma as our midfield too. Mm. Suddenly we're a completely different team, right? You add a, a more creative element into that as well with a smart signing this summer and things can look completely different. So things can change in in an instant like that, but it's like you say, a lot of it is down to who it is that we appoint as this director of football and who it is that we appoint as a manager. Because it's it it just seems, I think it's most. There's always going to be like there's always these pinch points, and people always say this is either it's the most important election of our lifetimes or it's the most important <laughs> something or other do you know what I mean and they say it every single time and people will say oh you know if Spurs don't get this one right they're doomed and yeah whatever you know it, it, this is how this stuff goes but like you say it does feel particularly important at the moment just given how 
Arsenal are on the up. United are on the up. Liverpool will invariably be good again next year. Chelsea will mm-hmm. probably be really good again next year. Newcastle, Villa, Brighton, list goes on. You know, teams are, are getting good, and it shows you that in the Premier League, you just you can't sleep, can you? Um, so I mean, who who would you who would you want to to be in charge of the club, mate? Like, who 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 do you fancy as manager? Because if Nagelsmann's not happening, mm. the pool is suddenly less appetizing wouldn't you say it's it's less glamorous that's for sure i think i don't think that's a bad um take who'd heard um, of deserby though before brighton brought him in you know well this is it and this is it and and you know the the the, the clever clog will say well pochettino was only at southampton and you know wasn't really well known and, and most of the fans at the time weren't excited about him coming in and fucking look what happened so I think I think it, and we've just had also we've just had two, quote unquote, big name. I wasn't going to say glamorous, but you know, managers with a huge CV, lots of titles, lots of history, and all that sort of stuff, and that that just did not work, fantastically so. So I I, I think it's fine to go for a smaller name now. I think it's just we just need to, it's just one piece of the puzzle. I think uh, someone like an Arna Slot, I would be that's kind of my he's the one I'm gravitating towards most because he takes most boxes for me yeah. he takes all the footballing boxes he plays attacking high intensity positive football he wants to he wants to win football games or at least he just wants to play well um he is the antidote to Conte ball you know he he wants the players to be out there and expressing himself and having fun um and believes in hard work, which which is also that's that's similar to Conte. But like he he's I think one quote was if he if he's not technically better or if his team isn't technically better than the opposition, he wants to work at least work harder than them, which I fucking love. Um, you know, passion with an H U N at the end. Um, so he takes a lot of those boxes, but he also he strikes me as a really good person. You know, like and I. I I don't want to get soft and cuddly about it, but we need that as well. That's, oh, we a, did. that's a, such a huge part. That, it's such a huge part of why Poch was so successful because he connected with the players, he connected with the backroom staff at all levels. You know, said hi to everyone at the club. I don't think Conte gave a fuck about most people at the club. Um, I think like Mourinho puts it on right, but I think when it comes down to it, I, he couldn't give a fuck who he steps on to get ahead. Um, slot seems to me, and from what I'm reading about him from you know the athletic and all sorts of other stuff um he seems like a much better personality and 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 again there's rumors that he actually wants to come which to me is music um so he's he's the one for me that sort of ticks most of the boxes he is still again he looks about years old but he he is he is quite young as well um this was just a look he's only 44 from yeah exactly He's only a, a few years um, younger than you, you know. So um, he's, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, so so like he's unproven. I get that. But I don't think that's that's less of a concern than, and, and then flip on his head, I think someone like Luis Enrique has been mentioned a lot. Um, I don't think it's as much of a concern in terms of personality compared to Aconte and, and Mourinho. Um, he doesn't seem like as much of a prick as those two, um, but I do worry and wonder if 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 it's 
if we're more getting enamored by what he's won, you know, yeah. the, and his, his Barcelona days, his Spain days, and so on. So those are behind yeah. him. This is again, you know, it's it's. Yeah. I just feel like we're in this place now. We can't be hiring the guy that's done it already. Yeah, we have to have somebody that we we haven't yet got on our hands on the the, the big stuff for for at least for a long time anyway. What was our, our last significant win in FA Cup in nineteen ninety one? Before that, the UEFA Cup in '84. I know we've won FA Cups as well in between those. But if you, if you, if you see what I'm saying, so like since we've last won something significant, it's it's a long time now. Um, yeah. I don't really count those League Cups in between because it, it is a you know it's, it, it is the wooden spoon competition. It's competition. It's good to win, but still, if you're talking about being a top side, it's FA Cup and upwards, right? Yeah. And. I, I don't want that that person anymore that can just default back to well I've won it before and you can't win it with this like look Mourinho couldn't Conte couldn't pff, what was I supposed to do you want that guy that is bought into it who wants to get his hands on it as much as the club do that they have to feel that I, I guess that just that 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 urge to get that done Right, the, the the same as we do. You can't you can't have somebody who still, when the chips are down, as we've seen with Conte all this year, just take that one step aside and be like, man, well, I'm not like them. You know, it just it doesn't it doesn't work. I don't think it works that way anymore. And we've tried it, and it clearly it hasn't been successful. And like you say, I I from everything I hear about Luis Enrique, he's a lovely, lovely man. Like he's he's you know he's he's gone through some horrendous personal tragedies, and he's managed to kind of take that with him and you know showcase it in a in a sort of lovely way as as we've seen him do in tribute and such and hold himself in a in a in a graceful and good manner i'm not saying that he's like a conte or a, or a Mourinho. i'm not but as we're saying he's won all the big stuff and it's all behind him and you just gotta wonder if in that those moments those sort of pivotal moments when you really need the whole everybody to be on that same page if they're just going to be thinking, well, you know, ultimately it's, this is a job now. I've won yeah. the stuff. I don't have that same hunger anymore. It's a job. Yeah. It's Tottenham. It's working in London. It's all right. They pay well. It's good. You know, I think we've all probably been in that sort of similar position in our professional lives, right? Where you're kind of like, ah, well, I'm, I don't love this, but it pays well and ticks a few yeah. boxes for me. Um, that's what I do worry about and yeah I mean so much of this though will come down to who this director of football is right and who, who that even happens to be because we can't get too far into these into these kind of conversations because what we, we, we project that we're going to have on a slot in charge and then in a few days time he says no I don't, why would I come I'm going to manage Feyenoord in the, in the Champions League next year I'm looking forward to doing that and then we're all fucking losing our heads again, and yeah. <laughs> you know, can you see a world where it's Mason? Can you can you see the club doing that? I, I can see it. I can definitely see it. I don't want to see it, but I, I could definitely see it. Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, this is the thing again. You and I are just two mugs talking about the club, and we don't actually really know what well, happens speak for yourself, behind mate. the scenes. That's, you know, that's, that's true. Not, yeah, that's one mug, and yeah. yeah. Putting my uh, insecurities on you now, but um, <clears throat> we don't know how he's carrying himself behind the scenes. But yeah. I know that he is a man of uh, you know impeccable values. He's a he's a club guy. The, the, 
on a personal and human level you couldn't you couldn't find a better person than, than ryan mason um if you haven't listened to his um high performance podcast with with jake humphrey then i highly recommend it he speaks very well um he's an excellent guy um i just think and this is the the gammon take it's just a little bit too soon for him um and what what do i what do i yeah I, I it's it's hard because i really i really want something like that like that could be an amazing fairy tale but i don't know if the club is set up for him to succeed in 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 the current climate um i i, I don't think so I, I think we'd be doing him a disservice putting him in charge now and i think he would get he would get caught up in the the there are going to be some challenging times still because people are still betting in and I don't, I don't want him to get caught up in that. Mm. Um, I don't know if he should take an assistant role either. I think he should go off and, and actually have a, a a job where he's the main man now. Because um, like, <laughs> oh fuck, I just punched myself. Um, <laughs> I, I said this on, um, it was it was funny. I, and, and you know, you sort of threw it back in my face on Twitter, and, and, I, and I know what you mean. But he's not really been. He's not really been tested as a, as a football manager. I enjoyed um, mugging you off on that one. You said he hasn't as, faced as, as any adversity. No, have we yeah, seen him face any adversity? Oh. Come on, what choice of words, mate? He's not been up against it. He nearly yeah. died. He yeah. actually died. He, yeah. he literally has yeah, a know, hole in his head now. <laughs> you know? The man has metal in his skull. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I should have worded that one better. So you got me. Well done. English is a second um, language, mate. That's what. That's your default. You can exactly. go back on that, right? It, that's me exactly. being a gammon, like jumping on you for that even though you speak english better than i do you know but it's true um (laughs) what was my point yeah so so like i I just that that's that's my only worry with him and and it's i i i think it's legitimate like he's right now he can't really go wrong right he's he's he can't really fail too much because he's not fully in charge and we give him a lot of time to to do all these different things and look he's he's making the right he's making some some good changes as well i think i think what he's doing is largely i didn't like his low block for most most of the game against villa i didn't like that but he's he's not afraid to pull players off he's benched dyer he's i, I mean i don't really buy that dyer or larice are injured i think he's just had a word with them and gone look boys yeah. i need to try this you need to come off and I mean, Dyer wasn't even in the squad lot against them. So, um, I mean, the Larice one's like very weird, that. isn't it? Like it's all yeah. yeah. Get, get, get. It's just un- it's just that? ugly for everybody involved. I think now. Well, I think I think the thing is like I don't think it's a bad move. I think he's taken them out of the firing line a little bit. Um, and Larice hasn't been right all season mentally. Like no. he hasn't looked it up to it. You know, I meant more like the Larice situation as opposed to Mason actually taking him out. Just how it was oh, prior right, right. to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so look, I, I don't want to be... I don't think Mason should be our manager next season. That's not because I don't think he is going to, you know... I nearly said grow up to be a great manager. <laughs> but, like, the guy is, like, 10 years younger than me. It's fucking insane. Almost 10 years. I'm not that old. But, you know, so he's he's not in a rush. Like, just... He needs to just... It will come. He will get big jobs. And if he wants the Spurs job, if he doesn't get it now, don't fuck it up for yourself for the future. Don't throw your toys out the, out the pram. And and if you, you know, look elsewhere, and if you can find another job, leave in the right way. Leave with a handshake from Levy and, 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 and 
under good terms and you could he could be managing for another 30 40 years look at Hodgson he's 700 years old and he's just come back <laughs> and he's doing brilliantly with Palace like you're not in a rush mate just 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 if it doesn't happen now it could absolutely happen in the future I think he needs to go off away and, and, and cut his teeth um somewhere and be the man be the man in charge and and then you know he'll learn from that before um, before I do let you go Max I'm I'm conscious of taking too much of your time today so I do feel there's one important thing from uh from this weekend's football that we haven't touched upon and yeah. that was a little fixture that happened in North London yesterday <laughs> Brighton and Hove Albion coming up from the south coast to all but put to bed Arsenal's title hopes. I mean, this season has been terrible and I was I was convinced they were doing it. I was absolutely convinced. And yes, Manchester City are a force for evil and all those things. However, thank fuck Arsenal have not won the league, right? Like, how glorious is it, you know? Oh, Mate, it, it's it's just delicious, and I I'm all for oil money and you know beheadings, um, <laughs> women not driving cars. It's it's brilliant. Big fan. This so, is the bit I'm going to clip a, up. I'm just going to put <laughs> that out just, as a social edit, clip. Yeah. Edit that shit out. Anyone that knows me, that's not what I'm into. Go look at my Twitter. I've got fuck the Tories in my bio. But anyway. It's fine for a few days and for a few weeks until until they win the title. Let's give give us that. Fuck me. I I have been loving the the Arsenal meltdown. The 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 monumental bottling, the statistically biggest bottling of all time. Historic. I mean it has to be. They've been on top for 270 odd days of this fucking calendar. Like it is not that that hasn't happened before. To just see that meltdown in real time, and with I've got an unfortunate amount of Arsenal supporting friends, and I've been biting my tongue. I'm just I'm saving it. I've got a little folder of Arsenal memes that I'm just going to release like a a dirty uncle spunking over his nephews, on, <laughs> like that. That we're just gonna ah, oh, I can't wait. It's just and and. You've, I mean, you will have seen Arsenal fans starting to bite back a little bit, and oh, you've not won anything, and like when it's happening on Twitter. But I just don't know that they will have a comeback after this, will they? Like, what's what's the what's their comeback going to be when we go Champions League run? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Or in terms of like a comeback in a in a combative sense. No, but I mean, after this, yeah, well, after this season at least, they might have a good run in Champions League. That that is the kind of thing that teams do, right? After they do, that's that's next next season. True, true. Well, I mean, now there's nothing. Literally nothing there's they nothing. can say. They, if they don't, do you know what the, the next one is, mate? If they don't even make the 86 points that we made in 1617, <laughs> that is like, that is the one now that I'm just like, oh my God. Because they can, so they can, they can mathematically finish on 87 points. You just got to hope now for just a draw and they mm. can't even, they can't even match. They can't even match what we got in, uh, in 1617. That's what we got. That's what we got to hang everything on, right? Imagine, imagine if they lose to Southampton. Oh. Is that who they've got next? Mate, I think so, yeah. I thought they, they just played they, them. Um, or was that a postponed fixture that they were catching up on? Uh, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, 
but yeah, mate, I'm I'm uh, I'm so here for it, and it it's all of a sudden. I mean, it is it is pathetic that we are this connected to Arsenal. It is though. I, and, I, and, people don't need to pretend, yeah, you know. Like it just it just is. I can't. Hide I had some it. guy coming at me on Twitter the other day, being like, "Why do you care so much what they do? It's not important to us." I'm like, "But it is. Like, what what are you? Why are you pretending? What? Look, I get it, right? You're." You're probably like 21 and you think like you know everything and that, you know, you have to project this front. But, mate, everybody outside of you realises what you're doing. Nobody cares. Like, you think you think everybody thinks like you're, you're at some greater place of learning. You're not. You obviously care. Tottenham fans care. They care when we do stuff. Even them doing all this like, you lot are so rattled by what we do. Oh, what, you're all fucking, you're all cheering <laughs> us on when we played Liverpool in the Champions League final, were you? You know, yeah, like, know. come on. Come on, let's get real about this stuff. Of course it matters. Of course it matters what your rivals do. And just, just think. Think sing Ramsdale. Party. Arteta. All that lot. The scarves around their head carrying the trophy around the pit, all of that, the confetti, and it's gone. That's all gone. It's all gone. Oh. You've won as much, for as shit as Tottenham have been this year, you've won as much as we have. As much as Fucking us, eat that, lads. You know? Come on. Like, it just makes you feel a bit more alive again. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. God, man. It makes me so happy. And it's just so pathetic. It's so pathetic. <laughs> it's. I love it. I love it. I. I haven't cheered as much uh, for. I think any Spurs goals as I cheered for the City goals when they beat them four oh, yeah. one, or indeed for the Brighton goals yesterday. My. My. I. I got my little. Um, my little boy's um, been having some reflux, so we, when, when we feed him, it fucking like. 10 minutes later he's like Bleh, just starts projectile vomiting everywhere and comes up and stuff so and I just got him to, to bed and to lie down and for a little nap yesterday and when um, Cissé or Undav or whatever scored the second or third goal I'm like fuck her yes and he woke up and started crying and <laughs> my missus came running in from the kitchen and started shouting at me. I just it's just oh it's just glorious, glorious.